Bottega Bombe Until we meet again. <laughs> hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, everyone out there in the Bruniverse? How you doing, Mike? Doing good, man. Doing good. Another day, another episode, man. Super excited about today. This is going to be a doozy. Mm. This is going to be a doozy. Um, so let's just let's just jump right into it. So we're going to get into how in today's society, how there's such people living with such fear and hate fear and hate that they're starting to expose themselves and they can't help their hate and they can't help their obsessiveness of wanting to stomp on anyone that broadcasts light or love. It drives them to insanity. The same people that preach what is supposed to be right how we're supposed to look after one another over and over and over again have proven sadly that if you don't agree with them, they're not open to it. Their only message is hate and wishing you death. So this all sparks from, and I, and I want people to understand how long this has been going on and it continues to go on in major platforms, television, radio, major platforms where people are basically saying, hey, if you don't believe in this, then you must die. You must not be taken care of. And what is more fascinating to me than anything else is some of these people come from a cult or, or religion or a belief that has, that has dealt with such trauma in the past that you would think their views would be just the opposite. And yet here they are preaching hate, violence, and murder and death. So what I'm going to start you off with is someone who wished me death. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that wish me death. Right? So just the, that, that's something you can't help in life. I mean, people will like you and people will not like you. And that's, that's just the way it is. You can't control how people think or feel. Uh, people may watch my stand-up, say he's stupid, he brinks nothing, whatever it is. That's, that's fine. You can't just, please everybody, man. You can't please the world. It's really that simple. However, I'm going to show you how the circle of, of, of beauty can work and what the monsters, the, the demons, the obsessed, the dark purveyors, how they work, how they exploit themselves. It's like putting a light uh, uh, and you see cockroaches scurrying. We're going we're gonna to expose cockroaches in society. And I don't want you to stomp on them. See, our natural reaction is to stomp on them. 
um, this is going to be an incredible journey. And, and I, I, where it starts is if you don't know it and you haven't watched my Facebook or you haven't watched Instagram, um, on, on, uh, Monday morning, I woke up and people that follow me, they sent me a video, one person, only one person sent me a video. And the video that was sent was a guy, um, And I, and I was wondering why he was sending me this. He was basically promoting his comedy special, which is only on his platform. And so I said, why is this guy sending me this? And the, the comedian starts out by going... Um, instantly insulting anyone that doesn't agree with him. And what I mean by that is he says, Hey, isn't it nice? We can gather here because we're responsible. Um, we're smart. We're smarter. We're better. And right away I was like, I, I thought, okay, here comes a funny, he's, he's going to say something funny right here. Um, and he goes, because we wore our masks because we, and he gives his, his view and totally respected. That's how he feels. Totally respect it. And because we got our shots and our booster shots and this and this totally respect that. We have no problem with that. Which right away, I will, I'll, I, right there is something that should be acknowledged. Number one, everyone, Everyone that does not want this particular shot, never. I, you have yet to hear them wish, I wish harm on anyone who gets it. Um, anyone that gets it is X, Y, Z. There's no hate towards anyone that gets it. There's no, there's no anger towards anyone that believes in it. But... Some on the other side immediately show nothing but negative hatred, foam at the mouth hatred, if you don't. Yet they're the ones that are, it's, it's, it's almost comical when you see the lunacy of hypocrisy. And so... And I want to let you know the power of, you know, they say love is blind. It is. There's sometimes you're in love so much that you're blind. You know, you, you fall in love with something and, and your friend's like, bro, you, you're, getting, you're getting taken over the coals here. You're not really thinking straight. You're in love. And, you know, the love can blind a lot of areas. And it does. totally blinds you. It can, bl it can blind you in many different aspects of your life. Um, and you make decisions you don't normally make, and some of them are good, some of them are bad. Well, guess what? Hate, hate causes blindness. Love is blind. Hate is blind. And hate will make you do some 
Hate, hate will control your life. And I'm going to point that out today. And when you're obsessed with hate and anger and anguish and um, jealousy and envy, and your life is filled with futility, the obsession of futility, the vanity, I'm smarter than everyone else out there. You need to be validated. There's people out there that go, well, I went to college and I went this and I'm smart and I know what I'm smart. There are people that need that validity and they think that validates their hate or their lack of openness to listen to a conversation. They know more than you. They're above you. That is so blind. And it's very sad. And it just makes you, it just puts you in a place where you're never going to be able to grow as a spirit. So I'm watching the video a little bit more. And then the person goes, you know, we're responsible, we're smarter, we do the right thing, which is why we're gathered here. Unlike, he throws out this name, Jason Aldean. I apologize if I'm saying the name wrong. Travis Tritt, which he says in a manner that's so condescending towards Travis Tritt and anyone that follows Travis Tritt, and so condescending towards Jason Aldean. So if you follow any one of those two people, A, you're stupid, you're a redneck, you're dumb, you're worthless, you're garbage, you're not human. That is what this person believes. And then he throws my name in there, or Jim Brewer. And I went, oh, okay, where, where's he going with this? And then he exposes his hate and says the most vile, disturbing, unethical, soulless, thoughtless thing someone could wish upon anyone. He says, and that's why I wish them all to die. And then he goes on and says, and they will die. And that's when I, that's when I had to really, I had to sit up my seat. Where's he going with this? And then he went on to go and try to explain why it's okay to wish me to die, for Travis Tritt to die, for Jason Aldean to die, and anyone who follows them to die. And then he goes into how it's okay to watch them slowly die. Why? Because of his fear. His fear, his lack of knowledge, his lack 
of insight. But to wish death on a human being because you don't believe what they're saying, and that, that was, and he uses that as a promo to sell his comedy. And it made me, it made me actually, I, I, it confused me, but it also didn't. It, it, I clearly saw this is very typical for something that a man like David Cross would do. Let me give you a little history about David Cross. About 10, 12 years ago, maybe a little you know, longer, um, I, 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 you know, I left Hollywood, didn't want to, I, I didn't want to, I wanted family. My, my parents were getting older. I wanted them to be closer by in my life so I could take care of them. Um, so I even pulled myself from the road and I took a radio gig at satellite radio. And Howard Stern wasn't there yet, and, and Opie and Anthony weren't there yet. It was there wasn't a lot of people, but I knew this was this could be a great gig. I could talk, I could tell stories, I can I could bring something to the table here. And so while I was doing that, um, we. A couple of the fans were like, hey, man, this guy, David Cross, keeps attacking you in like in a public forum. And I said, well, that's David Cross? And I looked him up and said, why would he do that? I don't, that's weird. I never met him. I never said anything about him. I never said anything bad about a comedian. I don't, I don't, I never attacked another comic. Like that's, I don't like when a comic's attack. You know, I remember watching years ago, People go on Leno and they would just trash um, um, Carrot Top. And I'm like, why do you, why do you feel the need to try to just trash someone else? They're not bothering you. What, what, why are you? What, what are you doing? So I always knew that was a part of a person that's either insecure or extremely envious, and and they're not as popular as the other person, and and they'll this is the way to take them down so they can move up. So like, why is this guy? Because he, you know, he he clearly goes to you. I'm an intelligent comedian, and I speak above, and I'm smart, and all that jazz. And that's his thing. That's fine. So I see the two things he does, and he he writes on a blog. His fans got mad at him because he was all about I would never sell out. I would never go to Hollywood. I'm David Cross. I'm better than that. I, I, I don't do the machine and I'm not part of that thing. I do my own thing. I'm smarter and I'm, I'm hip and all that jazz. And so what does he do? He takes the chipmunk movie and uh, his fans are like, Hey, you, we started following you because you said you wouldn't do this stuff. And he validated it after already coming, already saying things on me in like an Odakirk uh, DVD and just unnecessary. Why are you, why are you talking about me? Um, he goes, you know, they could, the reason why I did that script is because it's, it, it was a smart script. The Chipmunks was a smart script. 
And they could have went the real stupid route and gone with like a Jim Brewer. Like, what is this guy's hard on for me? Like, what do I? So, P.S. Cut to, and this is a very important part of the conversation here, and exposes the way people are. And what their spine is made of and what they, what they are truly made of as a man, as a human, as a person. I'm doing, a, I did a, a festival. It was uh, just for laughs, and it was the first time they were doing it in Chicago. So I had a Chicago show. I did my show. Uh, there was some Australian guy that went up before me. And um, there's someone in the other room. Uh, do you know any Australian comics, Monty? He had dark hair. He's really big over there, but I, he couldn't make it over here. He, he didn't do well. In Canada. Oh, no, I was in Chicago, but he was a he was an Australian comedian, dark hair, little guy. He, it doesn't matter. It's not Jim Jeffries, it? Nah, it's not Jim Jeffries. So I come off the stage, and who's in the green room with three other three other comedians? Was David Cross? And so I pulled up my chair. I took my chair, and I pulled it up. You know the old behind and I went like this I pulled it up and I said uh this is exactly what I did and I and I if he'd like to bring this up I'd, we'd be more than willing face to face to talk about this for everyone to see or the three comics that were there it'd be great if you spoke about it if this is a lie I sat down like this and I said David Jim Brewer do we know each other he's, and he's clearly worried he did not expect to see me, and I didn't expect to see him. And he said, uh, no. I said, then why, why, do you, why do you keep bashing me? Why do you keep attacking me in public? And he, he I can't, it bothers me when people turn into a coward and they lie right to your face and they pretend it didn't happen, which is exactly what he did. He went, I don't, I, don't, I don't remember doing that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, David Cross. Of course you do. Because it came out of your mouth because you're obsessed with it. Of course you did. You're smart, you're intellectual, but you're obsessed with hatred. You're obsessed with anyone that's opposite of you for whatever torment you're going through in life that I represent. Because it's not me. You don't know me. You know nothing about me. You never have. My door is always open for you, though. I guarantee you that. And I'll always just give you openness and love, straight up, and truth. And you clearly for that. And he, I said, you know what you said. And David goes, I don't remember. Went, well, the first was, you were um, on Odekirk's DVD, and at the end, you were like, wow, this crowd was, you know, wow, that's what I thought it was at a Jim Brewer concert. And he says it in a very smarmy, sarcastic, degrading manner. And I'm saying, yeah. he goes, I, 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 I didn't mean it as an insult. Now, 
I know he's a smart guy and I know he thought about that. So now he's trying to say it wasn't an insult. So he's basically insulting his own intelligence, which is sad if that's what you feel you are. You have the opportunity to get to know someone and talk to them as a person, which is what we're doing. And my hand to God, which I know he doesn't believe in, and he actually despises, and that too is okay. But my hand to God, this is exactly how it was, folks. It wasn't like, who the fuck, who did, was not like that. It was just the way it is right here, right here. The way I'm explaining it to you. And I said, and the other, well, let me tell you about the other thing you said then. Try to explain this one. Um, your fans got upset with you about doing the Chipmunk movie. So you responded by saying it was a smart script and you had to say the word smart to validate yourself and what you need to be validated by. That's your world, not anyone else's. That's your own insecurity. And you, and you said they could have went the stupid route and gone with a Jim Brewer. So you basically called me stupid. What did I do to you that bothers you? And, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. Totally cowarded out. Coward. Folded with witnesses. And I, and I saw, and I said, I saw his meekness. I saw him being a coward. And I went, look, man, I, I don't, I don't have anything against you, which I don't. To this day, I do not. Zero, none. I said, I have nothing against you. I like what you do. I love all, anyone out there trying to do their thing. Knock it out, especially comedians. We have a gift to heal, to make people laugh. I said, um, I have nothing against you. I don't, I don't understand why you need to do that. I mean, are you going to continue to do that? He went, no. He looked me in the face and said, no. I'm sorry. He looked me in the face and said, I'm sorry, and I'm not going to do it again. Remember... Remember, uh, I don't know if you ever had this as a, in schoolyard when you had that little uh, kid who would call you a name, and but he call it he call you that name because he was so scared, but he was so far away that he thought he can run and get away from you. But then you catch him and he starts squealing when you call it. That's what I felt like the position I was in. And then when I sat him down and I talked to him like a man, like a human, just the way we're talking right now, he looked me in the face and said, it won't happen again, and I'm sorry. So P.S. cut to, here he is promoting his special, and he says, Jason Aldean, his fans, basically his fans, Travis Tritt, his fans, Jim Brew and his fans, I wish them death. I hope they die. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. My initial reaction, and this is what the dark wants. This is people like him want. They love 
to enjoy their hate. They love to enjoy their, their, their attitude that they're smarter, whatever validates their world. Um, you know, a couple celebrities have gone out and said, you know, you should die, which is very tragic to say. These are what I assumed were extremely smart people, were people that had conscious, the people that have a soul, the people that would think deeper. But then you realize, no, man, it's just about their, they love being on the mountain. They love being validated. The fertility is incredible and they're addicted and they're scared. When you live in fear, fear controls you. And fear, just like Star Wars, Yoda said, fear, fear leads to hate. Hate leads to the dark side. And that's where this person was. And then he goes on to, you know, he attacks anyone with faith and um, and whatever. That's, that's, it is what that is. Um, he made a funny thing about wishing and praying. I, I did think that was kind of funny, the way he presented it. Do I believe the whole thing? No, but it was funny. I, give, I will give him. But here's when people like him don't realize the horrible energy that he puts out in a time when we really need to lift each other up and talk to one another. Um, the incredible, I, I don't think there's any darker thing you can wish upon someone. And the most incredible thing that happened out of it, there was a lot of incredible things that happened, which we'll get to my show last night, which I live streamed for the Patreons, And you saw that set. And let me tell you something. Thank you, David, because you inspired, which I think is one of the, I, I took such chances and I had one of the greatest times ever in my life on stage last night. I was so truthful, so honest. I took chances like I, I've never done before. And it's all videotaped. It was a live stream that had the videotape. In the last 15 minutes, I addressed David. And I'm going to, and you know, you can see it on the Patreon page. It's going to be playing all month. It lasts until the end of the month. We were going to keep it up for two weeks. I said, just leave it for the rest of the month because it's a lesson. It's a lesson how to, how to deal with people that have nothing but a dark hatred, lost soul that they feel they have to be this way. I mean, think of, think of any piece of art you have. I have, you have one hour to make a comedy special, one hour, and you had months, if not years to work on it since your last one. And out of all the comedy you can pick, out of all the material you can go for, your opening three minutes is wishing people to die like myself. And what he doesn't think about, because he doesn't know me. You don't know me, David. You know nothing about me. And I realize you're not mad. You don't, you don't, you're not mad at me. You're not mad at Travis. You're not mad at Jason. You're, you're upset. And I started looking into who is Jason Aldean and who is Travis Tritt. And 
each of them are huge family people. I mean, Jason Alden, all he does is talking about openness. We need to be open. We need to be open. Family, 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 love, love, love. Travis Tritt, uh, family, family, love, love. And Travis has also said, hey, man, I don't want to play venues that force people to show a card. Clearly, that rubbed David the wrong way to the point where he wants them dead. Late night talk shows hosts have said this. Radio people have said this. Artists have said this. Baffles my mind. And what do they all have in common? That's the interesting point to find. What, are they, what, what does each person have in common? So he's not mad at me. He doesn't, he's not mad at me. He's, I, he's mad because we think differently. Because we think differently. That's it. And people like this are willing to hold on to their thoughts, which they do not know anything about. David Cross knows nothing about me. But you know what was powerful? I'm not going to lie to you. I had extremely uh, bad thoughts immediately. Let me tell you something, David. <laughs> you know, the first meeting, yeah, I was sitting in a chair talking to you. Second meeting, ain't going to be like that. It's not going to be, it's going to be your worst nightmare. The stuff that scared you as a kid and whatever. And, 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 but these are just thoughts I had, just thoughts. And people have bad thoughts. Bad tries to create more bad. It wants you to, again, just like Star Wars, when they're like, yes, use your hate. That's what controls David Cross. Yes, yes, use that, use that energy. That's what they want. That's how they do it. And I had to, I had friends calling up, I'm not going to lie to you. I had to talk them off the ledge. Listen, man, don't worry. Where is he in LA? Or is he in New York? Is he in Don't, please. No, no, no. Let's see where he's playing. Don't worry about it. No, dude. I don't care if he says you suck, but he wishes you death. Says you're going to die. Not cool. This is a threat on your life. But here's where the miracle comes. David despises this. Despises this. Again, there's many people that despise anyone with spirituality, faith, or believing in a higher spirit or energies. They despise it because they fear it. Or they're mad at something that happened that represents all of it. Maybe they don't understand it all. That's where, that's where things happen from. Who's this person that just entered? I don't like them. You don't know them. Did you talk to them? No, but I don't like their bad. I don't like the way they're dressed. And I don't like doing, you don't even know them, but you're already made a judgment that you hope they die and you're with them. They want them to get out of here. My wife, my wife, who found her faith and saved our marriage many years ago. My wife watched the video. She said, what are you looking at? I said, David Cross made a video and he mentioned me. She goes, let me see it. And it starts off the way he starts off. And she goes, oh, all right, he's, he's into that. I went, no, 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 keep watching. 
And then he started with the I'm above all and bunch of, you know, the judgmental. If you're into this, you're just stupid and you're worthless and you're mindless. And then he mentions my name and my wife was like, oh, okay. And then comes the I wish them to die. It's okay to to be dead. And they will die. And here's why it's okay to wish them death, to watch them slowly die. And what's more baffling is people have said this on network television. Network. So network CEOs, the CEO, the people that run a network are okay allowing this on television, on major television shows. Yet they'll run and scream somewhere else, something's misinformation. It's okay to wish someone to be dead because they don't agree with you. But hey, here's some misinformation. It's so clear to see what's going on. And my wife, David, who you despise because of her faith, and you know nothing about, she saw that. And you know what her first reaction was? Well, she's got stage four cancer. And it's her faith that gives her strength. And she said, oh, Jim, he's a lost soul. This poor thing, you gotta, you gotta, you just gotta send that love. People like that, they live in fear. They let fear control them. That is so sad. Who knows what he's been through? He doesn't even know you. How sad is it? Someone that doesn't know you wishes you're dead and he knows nothing. If he knew who you were, if he knew the things you've done in your lifetime, he would never say something like that. But unfortunately, people like him would never take the time to understand someone else, only because it's their view, their futility their addiction to vanity, their closed-mindedness, their judgmental side, keeps them locked in a box and preach such hate and such darkness and such foul, disturbing views. Now that comes from a woman of faith, Dave. I know you hate that. You clearly state that. So I took it upon myself to say, I don't wish him any, any ill feelings at all. I don't. I feel terrible that you know nothing about me. You know nothing about Jason Aldean. You know nothing about Travis Tritt. Zero. You know his family. You know his kids. You don't know what he's done. You know anything about my father. You know nothing about my mother the journeys we lived, about the people I surround myself with, nothing. You know anything about my fan base? None of them. Some of the most beautiful people in the world, nothing. And when my kids see that video, see, the problem is you put it out there forever. It's out there forever. There's nothing you can do about it. And the people that will follow people like that, will always have a light to them 
and they will forever seen. And when there comes a time when people go, during this thing, what happened? Well, there was a group that wished death and hatred, and they're the ones that are like, no, we're trying to help society. No, they wished death, hate, vile, disturbing, dark hate. So sad because this too shall pass, and when it does, they're going to see what was put out there and who said what and who, who handled it the way they did. And there's nothing you could do about it. It's already there. Um, and that's very sad because, again, I wish David nothing but love. I hope he finds his happy. I hope you find your happiness. I hope your whatever trauma you went through and, and you think that trauma, you can let it go, brother. Let it go. I, you have an open invitation to sit with me anytime you want. You want to come on a podcast? Let's podcast. We'll have a real conversation. If you're up for it, it's, I'm always up for it. I'm here to learn, to love, however I can inspire. Sometimes I'm going to fail horrendously, but I'm here to do that. I love watching people prosper. I'm not going to lie to you. When I, was, when I started out, I didn't like Mark Marin. He was, he was condescending. He was a jerk. I didn't like him. He was an asshole. I told him that. But I didn't realize why he was like that. And he was mean. He was, he was, but when he started his podcast, he found himself. And he became, and to watch his transformation into this mean, little, jealous of everyone. And then he was, I was so happy for him. And I couldn't wait to tell him that, even though I kind of felt like he didn't like me. Just whatever. He didn't like my humor. Still, whatever, whatever, you know, whatever the reason. But when he found himself, I was so excited for him. I went and I went up to him and I told him, I said, I'm so happy for you. He's like, thanks, man. His whole demeanor changed. And he had me on the podcast and we talked about it all. And it was beautiful. It was amazing. And I respect that man so much. So my door is always open to you. But I don't know. I want you to. I want people like David Cross because there's, there's there's not a whole lot of them. Media would like to pretend there is a lot in late night television because they preach it too, and certain stars preach it too. They don't represent people. They don't represent real people. They just represent uh, big money and stardom and vanity and all that. That's all they represent. I don't know why you fear me. I don't know why you're scared. There's nothing to be scared of. So I went on stage last night and it got pretty, the show was ridiculous. It was intense and it all led to the last 15 minutes of me addressing this situation. I addressed the situation and it is people were, whoa, who said, whoa, it was to see people's real reactions. And there was people there who never saw me before. They didn't know anything about me. 
It was uh, younger, older, all different walks of life. And I got to say, I feel like it can help a lot of people, a lot of people. The way you must deal with people that feel this way and continue to act this way, continue to attack the way you think, your common sense, your, your, your spirituality, your faith in God, and whatever it is, it's their own fear. And you just got to wish them well. And you have to let them know, hey, man, don't fear me. Uh, my intention is not to hurt you or anyone. Don't fear me. And I keep telling people, and I, t I say at the shows, there's things that really bother me that's going on in society today. But you know what bothers me most, to be dead honest with you? It's, I don't like when I feel people being taken advantage of and they don't know they're being taken advantage of. That's what makes me angry, which is why I get vocal sometimes. And whether you believe in what I'm saying, I respect that. You, have, you, you get to think and say whatever you want. But never in my life would I wish such vile, disturbing things like, I hope you die, and I will watch you die. It doesn't get any more evil than that. It doesn't get any more demonic than that. It doesn't get any more possessed than that. Possessed. You can't fight this energy or these people like that. you got to offer them love. They're hurt. Who knows? But I made it funny. I'm not going to lie to you. I made it funny. I don't know how I made it funny, but I went in directions last night. It was, whoo. And as I was going there, I'm like, oh, bro, you better come out. You better go in the right direction here. So I got to say, I don't know. You can watch it on Patreon until the end of the month. And am I pushing it? Yeah, pushing it. I, you know, my Patreon page, I do live stream once a month. But I'm not going to lie to you. May, I'm, I, I'm thinking about releasing it to the public. Not to make an example out of David Cross. I would never do that. But to make an example that there's so much love to be offered, so much opportunity to be offered to one another, so much conversation to be offered to one another, no matter what your views, which is why... Which is why Joe Rogan is such a threat. How do you, if you don't understand what's going on there, I don't, I don't know how to explain it to you. What's been controlling us forever, when I say us, we the people, people, humanity, is what is being forced fed into you, mass corporate, every day. Their top rating is a million. Joe Rogan is 11 million a day. 11 to one. Government fears that. And when they start screaming, misinformation, what exactly is the misinformation? It's medical. 
it was the doctor talking. The doctor said it, not Joe. And when that information, people started talking, I would go to a coffee shop and I'd see my hand of God, there would be a, there was one day there was a young lady, just like a young businesswoman. There was an elderly man there, very well dressed. They were talking about real estate and this and that. And um, there was kind of like a hippie guy. There was a family with kids. They were all talking about, did you hear what those doctors, I never heard of him, but someone sent it to me. 11 million people listen to honest conversation, thought-provoking conversation, views that's not being force-ped, views that are not being paid to read the script and stick to the sales pitch. That is a threat. It says nothing to do with Joe. It has everything to do with losing control so they can control people like a David Cross. That's all it is. And so many others. They don't want you thinking. They don't want you using God. They don't want you using your spirit. They don't want you using common sense. They don't want you talking and, and seeing what's going on and over there. And like, huh, maybe this is the minute you do that. Ah, there's a war. Ah, we're going to war with Russia. Ah, racism. Racism. White supremacist. Racism. White supremacist. Uh, misinformation. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a clown show. But it is creating some dark humanity, dark humanity, but there's way much more light. So if you got a chance, check out the set. The last 15 minutes of the set, maybe we'll, um, it was powerful. And I'll just tell you this. You can throw all the hate you want, all the dark you want. Love is way too much more beautiful. Well, love is so much inspiring. Light is beauty. I hope you don't stay too long in the dark if that's where you're at. I would never wish you, I would never wish you death, David Cross. What I wish for you is nothing but happiness, true happiness. Love in your heart. And that you lose your fear of me. You lose your fear of people like Travis Tritt. And you lose your fear of Jason Aldean. And whatever it is that bothers you about all of us. I want your spirit to grow. I want you to thrive. I want you to grasp the beauty of life. I am no threat to you, my friend. Never was, never will be. Ever, ever. I wish you well. I wish your fans well. I wish everyone well. So, with that said, I'm going to continue to try to make people laugh. I have more shows. I have a lot of Florida shows. Please come see me in Cleveland. I have not played there in quite a while. I'm going to stop in hilarity. There's a lot of things going on. I, I guess the all-star games in town. Um, go to jimbrewer.com. Come see me live. People are amazing. You're amazing. Um, 
yeah, so go to jimbrew.com. I have a couple tours that I'm about to announce soon. I'm hitting places like Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, uh, a lot of Florida. Get Florida now. Keep popping up dates, and when they pop up, they sell out quick, so try to get them. So stay on jimbrew.com. Wait for it to pop up. And um, that's it. Love you guys. Thanks for joining me on the Bruniverse. And uh, love and laughter to you all. <laughs>